together for the first time recording a show yeah that's, together. that's true we're yeah i came out to visit ray and we've had a, a nice time hanging out and we're we're actually doing a, a live podcast together yes so. well you know we're we're close to each other but we're still in separate rooms just for audio reasons yeah which is weird to me because it's like so what it's does like it matter we're together we should have our show together i but... know what, what does it matter if we're distance you know a thousand miles distance between us or you know, no one will ever care. A hundred feet, it's the same thing. <laughs> uh, so yeah, Tim is visiting. He's on vacation right now, I assume. Yeah, I'd call it that, I guess. And uh, things have been pretty fun for us. Uh, but first, we're going to start off with a little thing that we like to call Rick It Rick It Remix. Remix. Each week I dish out a video game remix favorite of mine, who is by and where you can grab it. From the Gerudo Valley song in Zelda Ocarina of Time comes the remix... Mamacitas in My Valley by Digidus. places but if you'd like to add it to your music collection i've got a link up right now for those of you listening to the m4a version of the podcast otherwise you can just head on over to ocremix.org and track it down yourself well that'll move us right into our topic of the week i guess we can talk about the iphone as a gaming platform correct why is that why would we ever want to talk about something like yeah that, so? pretty interesting um while i was up here with ray i got myself an ipod touch and he got himself iPhone, and so now we both have this new gaming platform, basically. We've been playing around with it quite a bit. First of all, the device itself, awesome. It's it's a little too ridiculous at times. Yeah, every time we look at something new, we're like, there's no way it really does that. Like, <laughs> like someone went through the, that effort to make, like, I was just like, oh, I'm going to delete my mail, right? So I click delete. And, like, the little trash can symbol opens up, and the message, like, crumples into the trash can. And I'm like... What the frick? Like, it's so like unnecessary. You guys animated but it was, all that? It was, it was like cool. Yeah, it was awesome. It's like that's we need more things like that that just blow our minds. Because we were like, oh well, what if you know you turn it sideways, right? And and the screen will shift to a horizontal view. And you were like, well, what if you turn it the other way? It's like we turn it the other way. And it's like, whoa, it works for that way. It's like, what about upside down? Does it work upside <laughs> down? Like, oh nope. no. Dang it. <laughs> so we're taking them back, because if you can't use them upside down, then, you know, what's the point? I, yeah, see, okay, when I was out with the with Tim at, for dinner, he had ordered, like, a Dr. Pepper, okay? And, <laughs> and he was tasting it, he was like, does this taste like cherry Coke to you? Or, what was that what it was, cherry yeah, Coke? Yeah, that's, it tasted and like I, I tasted Coke. it, I was like, yeah, it tastes a little, a little weird, maybe. So, when the guy comes back around, Tim's got his arms folded, He's got his arms crossed, and he and he points to his drink. He's like, "Can you get me a different one, please?" Doesn't it doesn't taste right? Yeah, but you don't understand how often this happens. I, this is uh, you know old news to me. So, I, so to see you say something like, 
I'm gonna take my iPhone back, or your <laughs> yeah. iPod Touch is like, okay, yeah, more more than like, can I have a different iPod Touch, please? Yeah. Same, like, just the the way you crossed your arms and pointed out with one hand. <laughs> and then you had to check. No out. expression like, change. You know, you're just like straight face, just like if you don't change, I'm gonna I'm gonna kill you, basically. No. So yeah, we've been playing around with our wonderful new devices, and I've been getting just blown away by the iPhone. Tim is having so much fun with his iPod Touch. And so with it, you know, we downloaded a couple of games and started playing them. And and it kind of occurred to us that this is a pretty legitimate gaming platform. Yeah, you know, I'd always been really skeptical, I think, because honestly, there's no buttons. There's no usable buttons for the game. And yeah. like, how do you... I mean, how yeah, would you play Tetris on right. your iPhone? How would that even work? And, and, and there's a few games that would be like, yeah, you know, a monkey ball should work for this game. And right. there's, there's certain games that you're like, yeah, that that, that makes sense. But, but how are you going to do like a first-person shooter? Or how are you going to do like, yeah, Tetris? Something where you need that kind of twitch control. And um, I, th I, think, I think my skepticism was maybe uh, misplaced, right? Yeah, that was totally. I mean... I, I mean, I was playing Tetris for a while, and I'm like, okay, let's see how these controls work, you know? And they worked great! I mean, it took me, a, a, you know, a couple minutes to really fully get used to it, but I was like, wow, this is... I can play Tetris! And it's a really awesome-looking version of Tetris 2. It's got some cool graphics, and I'm like, this is pretty sweet. This is nice. Yeah, it's... and I, I'd say, I mean, really, after, like, 30 seconds, you kind of had it down, and... Yeah. The, the learning curve is not that steep, and, um... It's very intuitive. It's just, we're just like, how you know, how does this work? How are you going to do this? But you know, you you just tap anywhere on the screen, rotates a piece. That's easy. You know, you, you flick down it hard, and that puts the piece down. And just yeah. A real intuitive controls, and uh, you know, maybe it's not quite as uh, you know, it's not going to be a tournament edition of Tetris or anything. But right, it definitely definitely works, and you don't feel handicapped by it. And um, you know, what got what got me thinking about it before I even got the iPod Touch. Um, on my on the plane ride over here, I pulled out uh, Phantom Hourglass on the DS, and I hadn't. I, I got right up to the last guy like nine months ago, whenever that was, and and never and never really finished. That's the <laughs> story of my life, right? And uh, yeah, but all the star characters in Mario Baseball, no problem. I know. I'll just, just, just freeze right through those, says Tim. I think I have video game ADD or something. And... <laughs> I don't know what it is, but but I started playing it and you know kind of remembering the controls and how it works. And I'm like, wait a second, this is all touch based, basically. There's really so so when you think of that, you know that's an awesome game done correctly. Uh, touch controls can work for, you know, that's a that's a pretty classic franchise right there, you know. Yeah. And, and uh, so I think done right, you know, the the, the iPhone. Can really have some awesome games for it that that make it a legitimate contender in some ways to, you know, the, the handheld platforms. It's pretty incredible, and and for me, my my biggest problem was like I don't think there's enough buttons on here. You know, yeah. There's some there's like a volume button and like a sleep button, and it's like well maybe they can utilize those, but how am I going to pause the game? And then it finally occurred to me while I was playing a game like. They just put a pause button on the touch screen somewhere, <laughs> and then you just touch it. It's like Duh. you can make any extra buttons you want on the screen, and the screen is huge enough that you have lots of room to work with too. Like you don't feel cramped like most cell phones. Well, uh, and it's multi-touch, so yeah, and it's and it's. I mean, it's bigger than a DS screen. It has higher quality as well, so it's not this big pixelated fest of any kind. What's interesting to me is you know 
mobile phones in general don't make great gaming systems, um, but there's plenty of buttons on a typical cell phone, right? Yeah. The problem is, typical cell phones, you can't push two buttons at the same time mm, yeah. and have them work. So that's why the, the controls on most games are so dumbed down on, on mobile phones because you know you, you, even though you have all these buttons at your disposal, you're really limited to what you can do with them. Whereas on the iPod Touch or the iPhone, even though you have no buttons essentially, the, the fact that you have multi-touch on the screen gives you... Uh, so much more control over how you want to, you know, how the gameplay works. So, kind of interesting that the buttons don't really make much of a difference in that sense. I mean, it's pretty interesting to me, and it's too bad this has gone under our radar for so long. Um, yeah, really. I think it's just, there's not very many people that have iPhones to me. It's, you don't see it very often. You know, I, I'm going to see a Razer a lot more than I see an iPhone, clearly. So, it's, it's, it's not until you really sit down with one that's most likely your own, probably, and, and start messing around with it. You're like, wow, this is this is pretty cool. And there's a lot of free apps on it, too. So you can download lots of games for free instead of just buying them. Yeah, so. yeah. there's a lot of... Um, well, what's nice is there's a lot of light versions or free versions of paid games. So it's kind of like a demo system, you know? Mm -hmm. um, like, I downloaded that B game, you know, that was like the Dizzy, Dizzy B or something like that. And uh, basically, just tilt controls. You're tilting the bee around to collect the flowers. But it's a, it's a cool game with a nice style, and you know you get the free version. You get like ten levels or something, and then you know if you like it enough for five bucks, you get a hundred levels. You know, and and yeah. so um, but there are there are a few decent full games that are free, I think. But but mostly, you know, you're gonna have to pay for them. Right. Um, and I guess I guess the thing for me is that. The fact that I now have like a video game system with me at any time is pretty huge. Because originally, like I told you, I was like, I think the biggest thing I'm going to love is that I no longer have to carry my, my phone and my iPod. They're just one device. Right. Well, now it's like I don't have to carry my phone, my iPod, and my DS. It's like they're all one device. It's like that's pretty, that's pretty sweet. It's nice that that's no longer like my only option. Well, and honestly, like, you're not going to carry your DS around with you <clears throat> everywhere you go. Right, it's only like specific times, or yeah, oh, I'm like, going to go play Mario Kart with somebody. And Well, and for me, it's like, if I'm going on a trip or something, then yeah, I'll bring my DS. Or if I know I'm going to be waiting at the doctor's office for two hours, you know. Right. Then you, So it's like, if you can plan ahead, then that's fine. But there's plenty of times where you don't plan ahead, and it's like, oh, I'd like to whip out a game or something and just play for a few minutes. And you can, you know, legitimately do that now without a... <laughs> a second system in your hand. So maybe this is the time that Nintendo starts teaming up with Apple, right? All those rumors? Yeah. Happen. There's absolutely no uh, factual <laughs> basis for those rumors, but uh, I, I mean, it would be pretty sweet. I just don't think it'll ever happen. So. Well, I guess that'll take us to Comic Talk. Yeah, that was a fun one this week, don't you think? Yes, the fundamental theorem of war. Yes. <clears throat> you know, this was kind of a mess at first because we were talking about doing a completely different comic. And, yeah. Uh, we were trying to talk about how we would work that one, and I'm really glad I did this because <clears throat> at some point I just told Tim, like, I'm just not feeling it, and, and I don't think it's very funny, and, like, let's just do something else. Because <laughs> and, and you're getting pretty far into the development process of it, and I was just like, no, it's over. Yeah, we were pretty set on doing that one, and I think we there's still... I think there's, there's something there that we need to, to figure out. Yeah. yeah, we have maybe a, I don't know what a month before it's too late to do that one. Um, but I think we can. I think we can do that one. But um, while we were talking about 
that one that we're not doing. Um, I kind of had this idea of, of the, the Geometry Wars one, and, and I just kind of didn't say anything for a while while we're talking about it in this conversation, and then, then you're just like, uh, let's just shut this one down, it's not going to work, you know? I'm like, well, okay, that's fine, because I have this other idea. And I, I really didn't know what you'd think of it. And you're like, I love it. Let's do it. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, oh, it's like you told wow. me. It's like, oh, you're going to play Calculus Wars, you know, and or one of us will. And then, like, you're going to get angry because it's just more complicated than Geometry Wars because everyone hates calculus. And, and it's like, oh, you could say some funny line that's math related. And I kind of laughed. I'm like, that's funny. That makes me laugh. Let's do it. Let's yeah. figure it out. So then it just became a process of, well, let's make sure our math joke is funny, you know, and, and like, I don't know much about calculus, so send me all the info you can so I can draw these pictures and make them right. And, and I haven't thought about calculus in, you know, a few years now since I graduated from, from college. And uh, so I really had to kind of recall all that stuff and, and, and Google it. I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, theorems and differential equations and integrals. And so then it was just a matter of, you know, getting a joke and, and, uh... and I was doing the, the image of Geometry Wars, or I'm sorry, Calculus Wars, mostly in Photoshop. This is like the first comic where I've done a yeah. frame almost completely in Photoshop. Because of the effects, uh, right? Yeah, it was like just lots of blur effects and lighting stuff. And I'm like, this is just a lot easier for, to manipulate in Photoshop than Illustrator. So, um, and, and it was... It was also pretty funny because then you send me an email. You're like, oh, maybe like over the course of your multiple frames for Calculus Wars, you could have this happen. Like, oh, I'm doing multiple frames of it? Like, uh, I'm sticking with one, dude. This is this is enough for me. Lazy. <laughs> yeah, because it's, yeah. So, and I like, part of the problem is I've never played Geometry Wars. So mm. it's a hard line for me to walk because I'm like, I have to do this right. I have to have things represent other things correctly for the most part. And eventually I kind of kind of went half and half a little bit. I'm like, you know, I'm just going to throw some items in here and just, you know, just make it its own thing. Well, there was definitely more calculus references we could have put in that panel. Like, I think yeah, somebody I think was so. mentioning in the comments that, uh, oh, you should have had, you know, imaginary numbers and this and that. And, and it got, but we didn't, we wanted them to look enough like some sort of creature possibly and not like a bunch of numbers and, and letters floating around, you know what I mean? I don't know. I mean, that might have worked too. Uh, yeah, I just, I don't know how that, it would have looked too much like math on a piece of paper with, you know, on but I think that's part of the, That's part of the thing, like, if you see numbers, if you see, like, calculus problems, you know, I am afraid of those, okay? Like, oh, yeah. I think most people see those and, like, I don't want to have to solve this. I mean, that's people's natural reaction, for me at least. Right, so yeah, So it's like, you're if saying. you're to see that screen, you see all those numbers and stuff, and it's like, oh, that looks like a hard game. You know, like right. that's, 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 I guess that's what I kind of originally saw in the comic that made me laugh was it's like, it's so, it's like, oh, as if this game wasn't hardcore enough, they had to make it even more difficult with calculus. Right. Um, yeah, I guess, I guess it would have been difficult to mix the two, like having them look like creatures that you'd be killing mm -hmm. and having math on the screen. But uh, yeah, I guess it could have worked one way or the other. And this is unfortunately one of those comics where I, I basically reused most artwork from a, a different comic like we, our Ikaruga comic I went back and kind of pulled the, the images of us sitting there playing the game and then I kind of added more like I added me holding my head and, and I changed the shadowing to be the light outline stuff like that um, so it wasn't a total rip but it's it is funny to see like the comments like hey you you know nice detail in the Wii I'm like thanks I did that months ago <laughs> <laughs> I'm just reusing it <laughs> yeah exactly 
Yeah. Uh, that, so, that. like, every once in a while, I feel like I have the ability to, to take older artwork, because it's like, well, this is kind of a, a set joke series, in a way, where we're playing something in front of the TV as a regular thing, and and I haven't done that for a few weeks, so now it's okay, sort of thing. Like, if I, if I were doing this every week, and just pulling old artwork, you know, the same scene of us sitting at the couch, it's like, okay, this is getting old. Um, but every once in a while, it's nice to go back. I think sometimes people like to see those reoccurring images. They, instead of something brand new every time but it's a it's a balance well and and you you, you use it when it, you want to make the joke as funny as it can be and if that requires new artwork then that's what we do and right you've you've made so many new characters you know throughout uh, the I course wouldn't, i wouldn't say that well yeah sure i mean like well i guess i guess make character uh make new character not i guess when i think of new characters i think of like new people for us to talk with or no i'm talking like anytime we do a theme of a, a game it's like you have to draw mario you have to draw a pack i mean pac-man yeah, that's really easy but you know what i mean <laughs> a bad example oh, the tetris Tim, i don't know blocks. if i can finish this week man <laughs> oh the triangle is killing me straight line tetris block <laughs> no but you know like altair for uh, assassin's creed right crash you know snake snake was the worst of them all I'm like snake, oh yeah all that freaking detail in this suit. Ugh. So th there is quite a bit. Of, I mean, no one's going to accuse you of using the same three panels week to week and just changing the text, right? I mean, mm -hmm. that doesn't happen. With every great comic comes great comments. And this right. suggestion box was no different. My suggestion box goes to Strawberry Chan, who says, Well, I've been reading 2P Start for quite a while now, but I've never attempted a comment. Well, starting now, I'm going to change that for two reasons. Number one, I went back and listened to the whole archive of podcasts. At first, I thought it would be like, blah, 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 then I clicked here. I never should have doubted you. Your podcast was quite possibly the funniest thing I've ever heard. My favorite was the Sonic and the Black Doom edition. I had to pause several times just to breathe between bouts of laughing. Never have I seen two people's personality work together so well. Number two, this comic is simply wonderful. It really captures the flavor of Geometry Wars, and the visuals are spot on, right down to the warped grid. Seriously, you guys deserve this cake. GLaDOS has baked it. <laughs> well, thank you, Strawberry Chan. Very kind. Yeah, that was that was pretty nice. Um, if, if a little naive, maybe. <laughs> well, I mean, it's always nice to hear you know new people that that are not just checking in on the comic, but actually listening to the podcast because i think it's clear the, the podcast audience is obviously not nearly as large as the comic audience because what yeah what? <laughs> i mean obviously like joystick uh joystick webcomic wrap-up people are gonna just check out the comic week to week but they're not gonna maybe sit down for 30 minutes and listen to our podcast you know right so they ought to have a, a joystick uh, podcast podcast so, yeah that so would everyone be has to though. listen to <laughs> 10 oh half hour podcasts and then vote <laughs> that'd be awesome but no thank yeah you. so again if you guys have never commented before and you like what we're doing rise from your graves and tell us rise up comment come out from the darkness but ray will only choose your comment <laughs> if you say like the nicest thing ever <laughs> no be honest but we it's true though we don't really pick comments that are like tcg guys terrible comic no. Yeah, I mean, we're not exactly... Well, I mean, we will pick stuff that, that harks on us if, it, if we think it's funny enough. Maybe. Sure. Yeah, it's or more if they have some funny. merit to it, you know, if it's like, man, my sister fell down, so now I hate your comics. It's like, okay, <laughs> no. So what's your funny, clever, and creative comment, Tim? Yeah, mine is goes to, I believe it's Fluffy Panda here. 
friends. Um, who says? I mean, how would I know? How would you know? Well, we're in the we're in the same place this time, so I have to send the file. Uh, send him his own files. Yes. I just um, kind of realized we're still in the same house, but I, I still thought you were kind of in California for a little bit here. <laughs> well, my uh, Fluffy Panda said, for a moment there, I thought I was reading XKCD, but with much better art. Note, this is the highest praise that can be offered to any webcomic. Incidentally, I think that while a firm grasp of calculus is not integral uh, <laughs> to the understanding of this strip, it does tend to help. Otherwise, you might end up thinking it's just a little derivative oh oh three <laughs> math jokes in one sentence wow and then then comes the tumbleweed which was very very nice and he says i'll get my coat it's the long white one with the scientific calculator in the pocket that was nice. great i mean he, he managed to be funny and uh give us high praise there all at the same time and and i will say that the comic did um make me think of xkcd because obviously there's a lot of math jokes in there and you know, nerdy, nerdy science jokes and stuff like that, and um, that's not what we're gonna do week to week. But it, it kind of just worked in this, in this sense. And since I do have a math background, I think, uh, I think that works too. So Tim, since you've been on this trip, what are some of the most uh, wonderful things that you've enjoyed doing so far? With me, that is. <clears throat> well, I will say that uh, Shadow the Hedgehog was <laughs> quite enthralling. Yes. Ray has See, to... Uh... That's the thing, is when you watch Sonic Unleashed, you know, uh, trailers and stuff, and you're like, it doesn't look very good to me. Oh, now like, it looks dude. awesome. I'm like, dude, you need to play Shadow the Hedgehog. I'm sold. Okay? I'm <laughs> sold on Sonic Unleashed. I'm buying it. I'm waiting in line, day one, <laughs> just to wash the taste out of my mouth that Shadow the Hedgehog left. That game was so atrocious. <laughs> and and first, first, I think first you showed it to me a little bit, right? No, I just gave the controller to you, and I'm just like, here, here's the intro movie, go for it. Yeah, well, yeah, so we, we watched the intro movie, which was bad enough, and, and it was and kind of was long, over, and then Ray's like, was... <laughs> Ray's like, just so you know, this is the best part of the game. <laughs> I'm like, oh, really funny, Ray, but he wasn't kidding. <laughs> it really was, and uh, man, the controls are so bad, he was sliding around everywhere, and... Uh, Picking just up guns. Pick, yeah. You're supposed to run really fast and stop. And you like, if you run into aliens, get hurt. If you run into humans, you get hurt. If you run to a to the edge of a ledge, you stop and do like your whoa, I'm about to fall but off you can't animation. Jump. You can't jump from it, so you have to like walk towards the screen and then jump off. So it's like you jump and then move forward, but it only register the move forward part, so you just fall off. <laughs> it's like, yeah. It, come on. And then the, then there's just so many annoying. Who was the stupid bee? Charmy the Bee. <laughs> oh my gosh. Hey, so hey Shadow! <laughs> I need you to find the secret disc! <laughs> What's the secret disc? <laughs> it's like, it's right in front of you, you idiot. And then you pick it up, he doesn't say anything. And it's not secret either, it's just sitting there. <laughs> it's, like, it's sitting it's out in the open. Around. It's What's in the middle of the patch. That's, that's the other thing I hate, it's like, oh, you're supposed to, supposed to collect these items, but they could be anywhere. Like, you... You can't just, you know, go through the level hoping to see it in a shrine or something because it could just right. be floating behind a barrel. You have no clue. Well, and then, and then the the funny thing was, then he, he, you popped in. Uh, was it Sonic Adventure Two Battle? Yes. And that game was made like what four years earlier. Yeah. And the graphics were like three times as good. 
Yeah. So just it was a Dreamcast game. It was I mean, a Dreamcast game, yeah. I mean, that that's basically the Dreamcast game. It's, there's not many differences there. Right, and it's not like they redid the, all the visuals or anything. No, it's basically the same thing. I think there's little tiny enhancements, like maybe his hands or something. I don't remember exactly, but... Yeah, and it's like, Shadow looks cooler. Like, everything's a lot... Just a lot more fun. And, of course, the problem there was that I was showing you the game, and I loved that game to death, so I was just racing through it. You know, where maybe you would were to get frustrated by the controls, possibly, but... Yeah, but... Um, but... But you start to see the problem because I showed you like robotic style of level where you like select enemies and shoot at them, and yeah. you're like, "Well, that's not a Sonic game." Yeah, like, that's, that's true. the problem though. Is I'm like, "That's the problem." Is this is where it all kind of started with Sonic Adventure? They start adding in like, "Oh, let's have Big the Cat do fishing," and then people are like, "Oh, I want to see all these characters all, with all their different styles," and it's just gotten out of hand ever since. They should just go back to Sonic. Nobody else. No other playable characters. Not Charmy. You don't want Charmy to be. Well, maybe Charmy. Okay, we'll let Charmy. And big the cat and see that's where it starts. <laughs> Everyone does that. Oh, let's let's let just tails. No, okay, just tails just ruse. Just just E one oh two the robot. Oh, but he died. Okay, well uh, E ten thousand. Spoiler R, alert. Spoiler which is alert. a name by the way. E ten thousand. I'm not kidding about that. <laughs> what what else did you enjoy? Uh, Speed Racer or uh, Speed Racer was fun. Yeah. Um, some parts were really stupid. That theater was cool though. Um, Ray brought me to the cheap theater where they actually took out. They take out like two out of every three rows and put tables there, and you can order food in the theater, and they bring it to you. And kind of a laid-back environment. Yeah. It was pretty fun. The pizza and was like, really good. And I mean, Speed Racer has been out for a long time, right? Oh yeah. I mean, it's been out forever, and it's been at the cheap theater forever. Mm. And like, it was a packed audience. It was. Yeah. I'm like, I've never seen so many people in an audience before, and it's mostly kids, unfortunately, but. But you know, even the kids weren't looking, laughing at the stupid kid and the monkey. So you right. knew there was problems with those characters. Sure, yeah. It's like, oh. but yeah, it's it was, it was fun. And they even that theater is kind of funny because you can uh, there's specific showings for people over 21, so you can actually have alcohol when you watch a movie. And yeah, that's interesting. And then not have to listen to the children. Right. Exactly. Of course, all the people drinking become the children. Yeah. Right? Oh, that was hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> that monkey is funny. <laughs> yeah. I'm telling you. They'll all start laughing at the speeder. <laughs> crap. But uh, I, I enjoyed playing Brawl last night with... Uh, you yeah, were... with uh, Jessica Bariga and Kevin Bariga. Yeah. That was... that was, You know, my Brawl experiences have been not great. Because I, I really don't enjoy the Subspace Emissary very much. And... Um, you know, you and I played online a bit, but online's not nearly as good as local multiplayer. And um, I just haven't—I I just don't have a you know a core group of brawl fans that you know I live near. Yeah, that, that you can play with every couple days. Yeah, you know. exactly. And uh, so that was fun to take part of. I mean, I knew I wasn't gonna be you know nearly as good as you guys, but well, you were you were playing it safe. You're kind of staying away, sort of. Yeah, you know, I just young, figured I'd be or, strategic about it. So I yeah. I, you, Throwing your bombs as Link and uh, yeah, playing it safe. So I think I normally I normally was like second place because yes, I, I was usually just, the first to go. <laughs> I would just hold on and just run away from everybody and, and throw bombs and stuff as long as I could. And then by the time there's only one person left standing, I still had like two lives. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, it, that still didn't matter though because when, once it go, went to one on one, it was like, oh man, this I'm not gonna. Here, so. And we saved two hilarious replays that were so funny. I, I mean, one of those I was laughing so hard. I, I 
like even Jessica was like, I haven't seen you laugh that hard in a long time, right? It's like Brawl is funny. Like, it's just like fun. yeah, really I just have fun. a blast playing Brawl with people because just the funniest stuff happens, and you just have to be in the know to understand it. So it's it's nice to have people who understand it well enough to be able to laugh with me. Right. So yeah, great. So yeah, I'm glad you finally got to enjoy like, a, a good Brawl experience. It's too bad we can't play like that more often. Well, I was gonna say it's too bad. That's probably the only enjoyable brawl experience i'll ever have because now quite a I'm while go, yeah i'm gonna go home and it's gonna i'm just gonna let it sit there and if i visit you for e for all then i won't have jessica and kevin to play with us so well sarah can play oh, that one no never mind uh, no. so yeah all in all we i think we did a lot and had a good time and yeah well cool i guess you know what time it is right um let me look out the window hold on which by the way was it a joy seeing black doom and shadow the hedgehog yeah, that was quite interesting. He was pretty horrible. What does he have, like three <laughs> eyes or something? Yeah, he has three red eyes. Alien yeah. eyes. Just I just love I just love how Shadow, Shadow. he's he tells Shadow You need to you need to do this for me. He's like Yeah, he's like <laughs> he, show, <laughs> he shows up, he's like, Bring me the seven chaos emeralds as promise. And Shadow's like, How do you know me and who are you? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like and then he disappears. He's like, That was well, strange. Well, he obviously knows who I am, so I better do what he says. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> come on! It's like the weakest story effort ever. Yeah, they put zero effort into that. It was, and then it's like at the end of the level, he's like, "Oh, you disobeyed me! Like, don't us underestimate my power!" And like, slaps you, and you transport to a different world to to fight in your next area. It's like, whoa, where am I now? It's like. I don't know. That was our best story effort. We'll just teleport you to the next place without having any any reason at all. Well, I guess there must be an emerald around here. <laughs> yeah, pretty sad. Pretty sad. So, speaking of Black Doom... Yes, the clouds have rolled over. It is time for the haunted and dreaded Black Doom Award. <laughs> that was good. I know. I felt like I was actually holding this game for a second. <laughs> Each week, Tim and I both mention a terrible choice made related to video games in honor of the worst character Sonic Team has ever created. Patrick Mack the Echidna. I mean, Black Doom. Well, my Black Doom award goes to... The new rating system for video games in Germany. Well, I see this box art, and the first thing I thought was... They're making a SpongeBob SquarePants drawn to life video game. <laughs> okay, ignore the game. Ignore well, I thought that was your Black is. Doom. I saw the picture. I'm like, oh, you're right. They, there's no way they should do that. <laughs> and now you're not even talking about it. Man. No, uh, this is. You can see the screenshot on the podcast feed if you're listening to the M4A version right now. But they have a new rating system. It's a huge <laughs> diamond that takes up nearly a quarter of the entire box art. Like it's literally covering more than half of spongebob himself it's like is this the main rating... character of the game and there's not it's like it's all this unused space too it's like got this huge border around it yeah what's with and, that border and it, you see usk at the bottom and then it's like oh and then in tiny little text it tells you what what it said like what what's in it basically and it's like come on like is that really that necessary like, at least the esrb just thinks <clears throat> there's one big letter so you can look at it and you know what the rating is and, and maybe i just need to know german to understand what it's saying perhaps and it'd make more sense but it's like it's still huge it's huge yeah that is that now is that on the box it can't be on the box art do you think oh it's i think it is like it's not just a sticker on the packaging on the outside it's gotta be i'm i can probably guarantee you it's on the box art like it's part of the picture that's 
<laughs> I wouldn't want to buy the game just because of that, you know? Even if I wanted that game, I'm like, that's like that's like having a greatest hits version of the game where they shrink the real box art and they have this huge border around it and it says greatest hits. You know, like it's like it's like the Okami like box those. art where they have a, a, a symbol on the well besides the IGN watermark, but they have like a oh it, it was rated a nine point five. Like as part of the box, I hate that stuff. I hate yeah, stickers that's... on things. Like, like I hate get, finding cameras and it has like a YouTube sticker on it. People don't take it off. That <laughs> yeah. stuff bugs me. I'm like, take that off. Yeah, exactly. It's like when we were watching Last Comic Standing, they start advertising for the Olympics. Oh my god. It's like, come on. Like, let me just watch the show I wanted to watch. Yeah, as if it's not enough that there's going to be commercials, you know. And during... then they're going to draw stuff out. Every three like, minutes, there's a commercial break, right? Like, so... like literally, in the show, he literally was like, oh, and don't forget, tomorrow is the start of the Olympics. Let's give a big hand. Like, to the Olympics? Why are we applauding for the Olympics in the show? Like... Well, and then he went to Howie, and he says, so I hear you're having a new season of Deal or No Deal. It's like, yeah. <laughs> this is part of the show. What does this have to do with Last Comic Standing? I thought maybe Howie was going to talk about, like, Last Comic Standing and so... No, no, my arm, I'm out of here. That was... Yeah. Anyway, uh, yeah. So we hate it when Steph starts taking over the actual product, I guess is, is that's, the, that's the bottom the line overall, there. That's the, yeah, that's the Black Doom War that essentially uh, the Germans are not helping. Well, my Black Doom Ward goes to... I guess it's EA for the Dark Knight video game. Which, oh right! Yes. Surprise, surprise! There is. See, a Dark when you said Knight Dark Knight, game. I thought you said Dark, like Dark, uh, or Black Knight from Sonic. I'm like, yeah, he's <laughs> making Sonic the Black Knight. What's happening to me? Yeah. <laughs> no, that would be okay. <laughs> yeah, because um, it'd never be released, right? <laughs> yeah. But this, I don't understand them. Okay, first of all, fastest movie to 400 million dollars in history. There's a video game that will be released alongside it. Oh wait, not alongside it, but sometime down the road. Um, the speculation is that they didn't know that Dark Knight would do so well, and so they didn't want to rush the game, you know, to make it crappy and just happen to come out on the same day. And I can I can applaud that. And I can applaud not releasing it just for the quick buck. The quality, yeah, quality reasons. Yeah, we want to see the quality, but but regardless, if it's if it's not done, fine. Can you at least tell us that you're making this game? Because <laughs> Gary Oldman had to had to let us know that there actually was a Dark Knight video game, and it's kind of sad when one of the actors accidentally spills, you know, the beans on the video game version of the movie that he's in, right? Right. And it, it, it seems to me like, I mean, this this was happening. I mean, the movie came out about the same time as E3, correct? Yes, E3. That isn't that that big uh, video game uh, conference. Well, they don't. They do don't. They don't do big game announcements for E3 anymore, right? Oh, yeah. You gotta do. A, you, there's different events for that when people aren't paying <laughs> attention, I guess. But yeah, it's like okay. For so for E3, right when Dark Knight's coming out, you can at least show some stuff or or mention it that you're making it, so people can at least look forward to it in some way. I mean, that would seem like a good combination right there. Yeah, a trailer or something. Like, I mean, hey, cause... you know that Dark Knight movie you really want to watch right now? Well, there's a cool game coming out. Look forward to it. Right. And, um, you know, I guess uh, Michael Pachter estimates that it's going to cost the company $100 million by not, you know, releasing the game on time or even announcing it. And I can see that, but it's not that the game can't be successful. If they really do a good job with it, 
you know, the Dark Knight is going to have some really lasting effect on people. It's not like Speed Racer, you know, where once you've seen the movie, you kind of forget about it and you don't really have any desire to, to buy the game. Right. Dark Knight's going to stay with people. It's an awesome movie. People are going to buy the DVD, the Blu-ray. I don't know. It wasn't that good. Stop it. No, I'm kidding. It was that good. <laughs> it um, was. And it's Batman, of course, you know, so th- yeah. there have been Batman games before and people, you know, like the superhero stuff. So... Um, I still think the game can be successful, but can you just release some information, please? A trailer, just some details on what this game is going to be like. Because, um, you know, it, it was a mistake to not release it. It was a mistake to not have it at E3. But it's still a mistake until you until the day you actually announce something, you're making a mistake. So let's let's reverse that here. You know? Well, you know what's going to happen? They're going to announce it. It's going to be called uh, The Dark Knight Chops Lee Drop. <laughs> yeah. It's only for the Wii. And you play as the Joker, and you hold the Wii remote up to somebody's... No, that's not spoiler for anybody. Uh, yeah, spoilers. Spoiler Sonics and Brawl. <laughs> well, that'll do it for this edition of 2P Start Live. Join us every Wednesday for a brand new comic, and every Monday for a brand new podcast, just like the one you heard here better way better not that good with that he's tim and he is ray we will see you next week from different states yep see you later ray bye tim have a safe trip thanks thanks for being a good host thank you we'll watch as many sonic episodes as you want (laughs) bye-bye Every great comic comes. How does it go? <laughs> well, with every comic comes. Oh, Not every comic, it. just the great ones. Just the. <laughs>